If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hi, this is Michael Uslan. You're listening to Batman on Film. I'm vengeance. I have given a name to my pain. Welcome to episode number 94 of the Batman on Film Social Hour podcast. I am the founder of Batman on Film, Bill Ramey, and this is an old school emergency. Emergency. Emergency, Ryan Lauer, senior BF contributor, podcast. Emergency. Emergency. Bill, if it's an emergency, we've got to be quick thinking and on our feet. So I have exactly. a rapid fire question for you. Did Number 94, you, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, DeMarcus Ware. Boom. There he is. Uh, Charles Haley. You're so, on it. There We're you doubling go. down. Yeah. Well, okay. I got it. Yeah. That's I, what I was going to say, DeMarcus Ware. Hey, <laughs> I am getting toward um, episode 100, so I will not be able to. There are no NFL or there are no uniforms that I know of in sports that have three digits, but I could be wrong, but not least in the ones I follow. So. I won't be able to do that anymore. Gotta have, um, gotta have fun with this though. Yes. Speaking of emergency, did you ever watch the TV show? You ever catch that? Mm-hmm. I mean, you were a kid. You were, I mean, if you were even here, you ever seen reruns of the emergency TV show back in random NBC like back in the seventies? On TV Land, I'm sure, because my parents yeah. and growing up sometimes they, you know, they did the whole. This is what we watched when we were kids. Okay. This was yeah. Good television. You know yeah. those lessons, but I don't remember much. Emergency was it about ambi- uh, yeah ambulance in the yes. opening in like the the credits yes. and yep. all that yeah yep. okay yep and it was about fire and rescue yeah hmm I, just little trivia out of nowhere that no one cares to listen about that I brought up on a Batman <laughs> but <podcast>. before <laughs> Chicago Fire Chicago PD Chicago Law Chicago Streets Chicago Donuts there was emergency 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 walked so the chicago shows could run there you yes, go exactly there you go <laughs> so um speaking of emergency and it's been an yes. old school emergency podcast as i said some uh, dc on film and tv news dropped yesterday that's no way important. yeah <laughs> kind of important but finally and we'll start off with this that i want to get into the focus on the batman stuff <clears throat> Finally, Warner Brothers has found someone, I should say, some, someone plural, some folks, two individuals 
to become head of what will now be called DC Studios, and that will include live action film, animation, TV, live action TV, and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, still wondering what's going to go on with DC Comics, you know? But mm-hmm. if it's DC Studios, I don't know if DC Comics. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask some folks. But we're not gonna talk about the comics right now. We're gonna talk about this DC Studios, and that would be James Gunn. Who is a filmmaker, of course, Pretty behind cool. the, the Suicide Squad, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, films for Disney slash the MCU, Peacemaker. He is going to be half of a two-headed monster, a two-headed DC monster, Ryan, along with a mm-hmm. uh, someone coming from the business world and producing, starting off. Uh, I think this dude was an attorney and worked for talent agencies. Peter Safran, we know from him uh, being a producer on uh, several projects at DC of late. And I think he cut his teeth on what the conjuring stuff with James Wan and whatnot. So they will form, yes. they, they together they will head up uh, DC studios and be in charge of that. And they will report directly to um mr zaslov who is mm-hmm. hasn't sold warner brothers yet <laughs> it's still it's still warner brothers discovery for the time being so what was your what was your initial response because it seemed like though the the buzz and the trades was that yeah no one's really wanting this job for whatever reason. So they go with a two-headed version of of what Disney does with uh, MCU and Kevin Feige. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll first plug uh, our pals, um, Boudin Pockets, Peter Vera, and Eric, the champion of Long Island, Holzman, their show, Straight Outta Gotham, that you post on Batman on Film. Actually, Mm -hmm. their most recent episode, they talked about this for quite a, an extended period of time. And I heard how that Saffron yes. was, um, uh, there's a lot of buzz around him, I guess, just last week, uh, interested in the job or something. Um, I'd highly recommend you guys go back and you listen to their episode. It's a good conversation about that. But I actually, I thought as soon as I saw it, I, uh, yeah, I thought this was good news. Um, yeah. if for like James Gunn, um, guys having having a really good you know year (laughs) this past year uh i mean like you already said the suicide squad which i thought was fantastic um apparently every like people at warner brothers thought it was fantastic too and uh then peacemaker became you know one of the most buzzed about shows um i think uh, around the world Mm -hmm. um a monster hit and then you look at like you said peter saffron who like the on the business and business side of that i think yeah he's shazam and aquaman their upcoming sequels and the conjuring universe like he's had his his hands in some successful movies as well so i do like the split i do like um it being two people uh james uh, you have a creative and uh, a business and i think that you then have like somebody can be in their corner you know, mm-hmm. uh, and with Gun being very, very, you know, he's a creative. I think it's 
you just see a lot of if you read a lot of behind the scenes stuff of movies and tv shows and stuff over the years you can hear of a lot of problems with you know quote unquote suits and that that aren't creatives who think they're creatives and i'm not slamming because you need somebody that's business minded to you know to make a lot of these financial decisions uh but also it's just it's good to have like a creative leading the chart as well so yeah i think in the end i just think it's it's good news uh i think i even checked with our with the bat boys like as soon as as i commented i was like this is good news right like i'm not missing something because i will go to like hoss and garrett and pete for like you know very educated <laughs> responses because yeah. i'm like you guys catch a lot more things than i do this is good right and and they yeah it seemed like we were all on the same page here yeah i think this is good news my initial reaction echoes yours i am a fan of james gunn i am a fan mm -hmm. of the suicide squad quite a bit i think it's one of some of the best dc stuff warner brothers has produced since um the dark knight trilogy along with the batman and mm -hmm. uh todd phillips and joker and i i throw in peacemaker too i thought that was that's that was brilliant and i've said for a while that um especially you know you know matt reeves did his big deal with warner brothers make it his home i'm like you know warner brothers needs to be they need as many james Gunn's, matt reeves's yeah. todd phillips's as they can get for um the dc stuff but also i mean you know um you want strong filmmakers regardless whether it be um, Clint Eastwood, which I think I, you know, that was a shit show, in my opinion. You know, uh, what Mr. Zaslav alluded to with Eastwood earlier, mm -hmm. and then of course Nolan, which you know, no one left, but that's a different conversation. So, yeah, that's I was like, yeah, I mean, I, and I'm thinking, you know, having a creative, having a filmmaker, you know, being a boss of DC when it comes to, you know, overseeing films, you know, they would be like, I'd be a filmmaker's filmmaker. And then I just wanted to, you know, so I did my research a little bit, you know, I do do that. Did you know that I do a little research? Okay. You, I talk you do the sometimes. work. Uh, I believe it was a variety article talked about how it would be actually would be Saffron. And I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. If I'm not, I apologize, but uh, it would be him who would be the schmoozer of working with filmmakers because that's kind of his forte. Um, that sometimes filmmakers may think twice about working for another filmmaker, you know, which I went, hmm, that's interesting. So I did do my homework and I asked around some people and these are very knowledgeable friends of Batman on film. Uh, ask if the about gun saffron um was it a good thing and i get yes from a couple of folks um and then i did get a couple well one is specific specifically said they weren't a fan of the setup um they don't think a director a director should be in charge of something like this it should be more of a it should be a producer uh, business side but so i'm throwing that out there so it's going to be interesting to see how this ends up working out um but you know you've got 
Gunn, you've got Phillips, you've got Matt Reeves now. So I'm interested to see the direction they take the DCU. They actually called it DCEU. Finally, DCEU was never was a made up goof. <laughs> they got picked up. I did. It was my pet peeve. I hated even using that phrase or that acronym. But the DCU. You mentioned really quick. Yeah. You right before we hit record, you actually mentioned of something of a, you know what. Still no word on like what impact if an impact etc on the dc comics mm -hmm. like the the actual comics yeah and i'm an optimistic thinker always and i gun is very passionate about comics mm -hmm. uh he's very knowledgeable about comics uh you know he pushed i'm, I'm pretty sure he pushed uh, at the end of the Suicide Squad, you know, was, you know, there's uh, creditors, uh, thank you, or, you know, giving mm -hmm. acknowledgement to uh, artists and writers and stuff throughout the years of DC lore. And I, I mean, he's he's tweeted stuff about that. So that gives me, you know, that gives me hope that if, granted, he is, according to the Hollywood Reporter article that cited Zaslov, you know, it's DC film, TV, and animation, but, you know, who knows if you got somebody like the comics themselves has somebody in their corner that's going to be in a powerful position yeah so maybe there's some influence there i don't know like i just me yeah. thinking of my optimism coming into play i need uh, to ask around about dc comics and how that's going to go maybe i'll get some information and if i do i will mm -hmm. that i can share i will let people know on a podcast or some other outlet here at you and I have, film. yeah you and i have both heard that the comics portion can use some uh help help yeah <laughs> <laughs> ability and some help so hopefully yeah I, don't know. I know i know that's probably like the least important of all those segments of film tv animation then comics comes below that even but yeah I mean, it's still, it's, it's history. And I think it's still money to be made. Um, and it's the most consistent stuff coming out mm -hmm. of DCT. So uh, hopefully that's not, it's not forgotten about. I still read the comics. <laughs> it all, yes, I do too. It also says that um, there are, you know, they're keeping a quote unquote shared universe, uh, how that's going to play out in the future. Not completely sure but um they do want to bring in filmmakers who can do their own thing so it's kind of what they were going for still a little bit with hamada and also you know you're still going to get the batman stuff joker things that are um for a lack of we, a better we term, knew as black as label Zazzle, you know it, yeah as soon as zaslov came in he just but, you know, one of his first things was talking about like, just praising Joker. Uh, so, I, you know, so it seems like that's a Zaslov thing of he he likes stuff, something like that. And then um, creating interconnected stuff, I think that becomes. So like you just said, because that is, I think, one of the best analogies is the Batman and uh, Joker are the black label. And then if you do a connected universe, that's the the 
you know, the monthly titles, the Batman detective comics, action comics, like those are the stability. Mm -hmm. We're, we're going to keep getting those out. Not saying that they're going to, you know, less of quality or anything. It's just more of a making it. It's all connected. Whereas you know, the it's Black probably stuff can do its own thing. Stuff like James Gunn's The Suicide Squad is a great example. Mm -hmm. it, it, it had, it was connected loosely to other DC things, but it was its own thing, it had its own style. Um, it wasn't there to set up anything else. Unless you want to count Peacemaker, but I mean, they just spun off Peacemaker uh, into his own HBO Max series. But that's kind of, to me, the way to go with this because you get, you're not stifling filmmakers and you're not copying what Disney did with the MCU. Yeah. You know, you still have to do, do yeah. different stuff. You got to be different, you got to be I mean unique, be your own thing. Gunn's been such a proponent also since, you know, he he's worked for both sides of their mm -hmm. I'm just kind of saying of like, guys, it's not a feud. Like, enjoy everything. It doesn't have to be so mm -hmm. like they're very different. Um just enjoy it as like a fan. So I, I don't know, like I like what the guy what the guy says. Um I've liked the stuff that he's been making um for DC and Marvel. So I don't know. That that to me is and which, of course, because he's definitely, we've seen his he stood out to me of, I don't know, feeling like this was a very optimistic with his, his inclusion. Yeah. So, know. yeah, I'm all good. I mean, it's going to be a while. We see, you know, really how this all shakes out. Um, yeah. Right now, the article did say that they don't they don't start until November first. First, yeah, yeah. So, as of right now, we know, you know, the Flash is coming next next year. Still have Shazam two. Uh, Black Adam is out now. We have the Aquaman sequel coming soon. Uh, Matt Reeves is working on the script for the Batman. And I will say that we can mention briefly, if you have any take on this, um, Henry Cavill is back. And I say it that way on purpose as Superman. And I have so many <laughs> thoughts about that. Um, I did post on can the I, Facebook Can I group. speak quickly yeah. on it? Yeah. <laughs> Just the, I mean, the back part in which I know, I think Henry Cavill said it and The Rock said it. And, you know, maybe I'm I'm probably definitely in the minority here, but I didn't think that he was ever gone because according to a, a, a very loud segment of fandom, a movie came out last year that was a brand new movie and Henry Cavill was Superman in it. And then before that, he was on, you know, on theater screens four years prior uh, as Superman. You know, Christian Bale, there was four years between Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises that he was Batman. So in Dark Knight Rises, he was back. He's back. You know, like, I don't know. And this is, I'm, gl I'm glad that he's, that he's going to be Superman again uh, in a movie. Like, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. I'm cool with that. I like him as Superman. I just kind of thought, like, why is this like a 
like he's been the real Superman has been gone for a long time and he's finally back. You know, it's just, mm -hmm. I don't know. You can cut that out if you want. I don't <laughs> I just, I kind of no, said on the, the Facebook group, my mind. I, I said, and I'm, it's halfway tongue in cheek and halfway not. I'm like, Henry Cavill being back as Superman is like six years too late, almost, you know? Um, you, you know, I have, and if you listen to the show or read Batman on film, championed. I think, I think it was a, the biggest mistake was not doing a true sequel to Man of Steel, a true Superman sequel, which I thought Man of Steel, which I borderline loved. And I, you know, I defended that film. Did you know that back in 2013? Did you know that people didn't, a lot of people didn't like it in 2013? And I was like one of its defenders, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, revisionist, a lot of revisionist history with that. But anyway, so I, moving on. And I also have said I get why the other the former uh, regime at Warner Brothers was apprehensive about Cavill returning to Superman because of and, and the business aspect. I mean, let's just be honest. It was he played Superman in what three films? Three, four. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you only count what this, well, yeah, Man of Steel, BBS. JL 17 and ZSJL. Um, kind of the last two are kind of almost the same in a way. I mean, same project, different versions, but beside the point also, uh, none of them really resonated with the general audience. I get that aspect of it. So it will be interesting. Yeah. Hopes that. There's, and you know, hey, this. come on here, and I've told you to your face before that I like more of Zack Snyder's movies than I don't. I don't think that the casting in those movies were the reason that it didn't resonate. No, uh, I agree 100% with, with that. A, and, if, and if people want to argue that it didn't resonate, the numbers show that it did not resonate. Like, sorry, that's what it has to go by. And this was before the hardcore streaming age. The numbers just show that BBS, I'm sorry, you've talked about it how many times and you don't want to talk about it again. Yeah. Of You look at that drop off to the second weekend, the interest plummeted. People didn't want to go back and see it again. If it resonates with people, they will go back again. It's, it's proven. Mm -hmm. um, and I just don't think Zack Snyder's take uh, was what resonated with audiences, and that's fine. You can like go do something else to you know, yeah. and find somebody who can. And I, so that's what gives me hope a little bit too. Of like, if more Cavill in the future, maybe we'll get a director and a writer that is passionate with the character and has an idea that will resonate with more people. Because mm -hmm. I want, I mean, I'm obviously Batman is far and away number one. I would love to love a Superman movie and one that, you know, a lot of people love and it brings Superman. People are so like shocked that Superman has been, you know, off screen for so long. And it's like create interest again to put him as, you know, big number one 
he won't be batman is but you know what i mean of yeah give superman that high respect again i um, um whatever that means however they yeah. do it i just don't want to see him be back and just show up in these extended cameos in dc films if you're going to come back make a freaking superman film with a filmmaker who has a vision and passion like reeves had for batman you know yeah and that's superman See, I, I do i do understand that i i do uh i was talking with the damn pockets um recently and we both i think he and i are a little on the same page of i don't mind if there are some kind of cameos to get i don't at least get his symbol out there until we get that movie um i do understand because i mean <clears throat> i try to relate it to okay let's let's flip it let's say that it's batman that showed up as a cameo in black is batman showed up as a cameo in some movies um i would be like god damn it give him his own freaking movie yeah like give give me batman i want a whole freaking batman movie uh, so I do, I get that 100%. Again, because I'm an optimistic thinker, I'm like, at least hopefully it's creating buzz and you hear Superman's yeah. name a lot and see his symbol and stuff as they work toward getting a writer, director, and start filming a movie. That's my, that's my happy spin on it. Mm -hmm. So um, I am not a politician, but I give political answers of, I understand both sides. <laughs> yeah. I'm never well, just hard leaning one. We'll see what happens with uh, the DCU and DC Studios I'm, under these two dudes. I'm, I'm waiting for for bad news. I'm sorry. This, this is just kind of how it goes. It gives yeah. a big one, and then it follows it up with one that chops you at the knees with like, <laughs> like, like awesome. You got James going to be your saffron to head. It's DC DC Studios, right? Yes. Is that what they're going for now? Okay, DC yeah. Studios. And then it'll be like, Oh tomorrow. no no DC, yeah DC Studios. Sorry. Okay, and then tomorrow it'll be like, the Flash has been postponed a year. Aquaman is gonna be coming out in 2025 or something like that. And everybody be like, God yeah. damn it! And I mean everything's just gonna be Our, yeah. Thrown so out. We're, so we're gonna I'm take a, for something. <laughs> we're gonna take a tax write off on the Flash, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay. exactly. Oh man. Okay. So happy news. Let's turn to uh, the Batman universe. We know the penguin's about to start filming here <laughs> next year. And there are two other spin-offs that we got news of yesterday. The Arkham series that originally was going to be some sort of GCPD police procedural, then it morphed into Arkham and it went through a couple of showrunners. Well, we have a new one. Uh, Antonio Campos has been brought aboard to be a the showrunner, writer, director of episodes, and also given a producer's credit on this series. And that's all we got of that. Uh, I'm like, okay, I didn't get my. I even said, I think someone asked me on the either text or on the Facebook group. I was like, what do you, th I was like, I, I'll, I'm at the point with this. I'll believe it when I see it. Cause you've been through two different showrunners already. 
but hopefully a third time's a charm, right? Let's be optimistic here. Third time's a charm. Yes. Uh, you ready for this? I'm glad you're yes. sitting down, Bill. Antonio Campos mm-hmm. wrote and direct wrote and directed a an independent movie called After School. You know who starred in that? Ezra Miller. Oh my gosh, it's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> There's it's some kind all of metaphysical connected. stuff goes on at this connection, right? It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. all connected. Uh, I am completely. Yeah. I'm not familiar with with Antonio Campos's work. Uh, that's completely fine, though. Apparently, he did a. He was a producer on The Staircase, which is yes, a I TV watched that. Series. It was okay. Good. How was it? it was really good. Okay, it's it's awesome. Good. Yeah, excellent. Um, oh, look like he directed some episodes of that too. Uh, I'm unfamiliar with his work, but I, I don't know if if Matthew Matthew if Matt Reeves is an executive producer, he has a large say in it, and it's supposed to be like a haunted house in Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Sign me the f up. Yeah. If, if that's what they continue to follow, then awesome. So, um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, this this is a total for me of just wait and see I mean, a lot of people are yeah. impatient and if they aren't getting it the day of then they're like oh blah, 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 throw fits but it's like i don't know this kind of stuff takes time it takes money there's obviously so much as we have seen since june so much restructuring with uh warner brothers discovery and all mm-hmm. that stuff that's it's gonna take a while to get stuff greenlit and up and moving so um you know it's like cool we'll see we'll check back in what <laughs> the trades will tell us when something is worth reporting again yeah i um i am looking forward to this as i think the possibilities besides the fact Mm -hmm. you know being like a haunted house show set in arkham i mean i think you can really do some deep pulls on some batman characters that might we might not see on a big screen but I you too, you're doing here. Yeah. You can world build. Mr. Uh, Crazy Quilt. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Paul Decker himself, right? There you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can do, uh, hey, if James Gunn can do freaking Polka Dot Man. Calendar Man was also can, in that movie. Yeah. Matt Reeves can do Crazy Quilt and make it, make him serious and fit. Egghead. Yes, an egghead. Absolutely. Get egghead's return. I'm still so, looking for yeah, that Batman I, I, I hope, Yeah, I hope it comes. I hope it happens. I hope this Arkham thing comes to be. As I said, third time's a charm. But I, yeah, I go love ahead. Colin Farrell as Penguin. This Arkham yeah. show of of the... I know you're about to get ready, get, about to get into it. There are There's one that's definitely coming, and then two that are in the process of... Mm-hmm coming and the Arkham one could be the one I look forward to the most as a whole uh just because I mean man that's something that's to go deep into a live action Arkham like that's the point not just a small you know a small scene in a movie it's like no that's the whole series Mm -hmm. that's exciting and then the angle is it's a haunted you know like a haunted house yes and then the the amount of characters you can bring up in it the deep poles and stuff like like the idea itself gets me really excited, but I'm also in check of something may happen to where it doesn't come. 
Yeah, be cool but. to see that this Arkham, the Arkham of the Batman universe, um, mm -hmm. more expansive. We've seen the yeah. uh, interviewing room um, with, with with Pattinson's Batman and mm -hmm. the Riddler, Paul Dano, and also the 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 deleted scene with the Joker. Um, but and we saw a cell block, right? with at the end with the riddler and the joker but we haven't seen a, yeah. like expansive arkham asylum yeah and what you know what it looks like on the outside and stuff like that so we talked about and who else the is there chapter by chapter and yeah about like it, it leaves room for if they like when if and when they get to arkham that they aren't you know pigeonholed to a distinct look it's like no they kept it small so there's room to mm -hmm. to create yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm with you. Fingers crossed. Hope it happens. Looking forward to it. Uh, we also found out, um, and this was from Variety, Joe Otterson? Otterson? Joe Otterson, I believe. I'm Joe not good o. at names. Uh, I just go with the last initial a lot now. Yeah. Mr. Joe, Joe O. o. <laughs> yeah. He says, also, besides the Arkham thing, which started out as the the, the GCPD show. Mm -hmm. I was looking forward to it at that that original incarnation because you had the the dude one of the dude from uh, Boardwalk was it Boardwalk Empire was on that yeah, mm -hmm. and then leftover creative differences with Reeves and Warner Brothers. But anyway, uh, that's still coming. And Matt Reeves had said, uh, and he did an interview, he said it, it moved into Arkham, I, it morphed that way, and I get why we went that direction, but I still kind of hope we can get back to the GCPD. Well, he says, this Mr. Joe O. Otterson from Variety, that it's still in development mm -hmm. right now. It's not DOA, it's still in development. Now, what that means, I have, you know, that's mm -hmm. good. That's a, that's a, a little gray area. I mean, it means it's not dead. Sure. Yeah. So maybe they're looking for a showrunner, writer, and all that stuff. And <laughs> you pull a Lloyd Christmas. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, that you have that. We've already talked about in a previous show. We talked about the, uh, the other stuff that was mentioned in that recent article in the trail i think it was hollywood reporter about uh, matt reeves really trying to expand the the batman universe with you know clayface and um mm -hmm. the scarecrow and whatnot but again i i just do i i warn these are guys they're just spitballing ideas right yeah. what can we do yeah. with this what can we do with this character we make it could we do a series with this batman rogue whatever not all that's going to happen so don't take it to heart like it's set in stone and then it doesn't happen and you went curses warner brothers you sons of you sons yeah. of bitches you son of a bitch sons of bitches what the hell's going on here yeah <laughs> why is it mr freeze back there looking for diamonds <laughs> he's gonna be in arkham just in the background of scenes yes I, yeah, because I mean, sometimes that gets carried away. And yes, of course, like you could throw it. Sometimes it's because there is weight to it. I get it, but it is like you just said of spitballing. Like I don't know, maybe that could be cool in a GCPD show. And you know, they're hunting. Like 
maybe maybe Zaz is on. Next thing you know, you see the headlines of Victor Zaz rumored as the main villain for GCPD show, and then that doesn't happen. And then it's like, that's you see, know there's what? no plan. It's a mess. That's the fault of of these dubious websites and these dubious yeah. Twitter accounts that take a blurb from a article in a trade like Reeves is also looking into uh, different Batman, obscure Batman rogues, Professor Pig, the Scarecrow, um, uh, Clayface. And then they, in the headline, Matt Reeves to make a TV series based on Clayface TV series. And that's the headline, mm -hmm. you know, and the whole article, they twist the article for their own article to make it sound like Clayface TV shows coming. Bullshit. It's it, people know where you're traveling on the internet because they're going to continue to manipulate you because they're going to get you to click and they need the yeah. clicks to get their money. And they've just, you've just helped feed their bullshit. So I don't know. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Like Walter White said. That's a great, <laughs> yeah. Be, be careful of where you surf the net, y'all. That's right. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> quote bill ramey <laughs> yeah y'all <laughs> um that's pretty much all i got for this bit of news anything any final thoughts on anything we discussed here anything we discussed um poor james gunn when he's gonna be doing the press rounds in may for guardians oh. of the galaxy volume yeah Three. <laughs> yeah that uh, is man, you're right He's going to get Ben Affleck. Oh, pretty much. And they'll ask um, him, all they'll ask him is about DC shit. But, and, but you know what? Again, until we get chopped at the knees, like, I don't know. We don't need to celebrate as if, like, as if we all just won the lottery. Let's have perspective. This is entertainment. Yeah. But it seems like, okay, this is a, it seems like this is good news um, for DC. And you know what? Harvey Dent told us the night is darkest just before the dawn. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> The dawn's coming. I don't think that this announcement was the dawn. I think there's going to be some, some more, you know, you know, mix ups. I know, but I've said this before. It's not like DC has been DC film and TV has been a total disaster, and that's what people act like sometimes. No. Okay, they, you did have exactly. this thing I mean, called we, the Dark Knight trilogy. You had Wonder Woman. You had Aquaman. Yes. You had Joker. Um, you've had. You had Birds of Prey that was reviewed very well. Uh, and why Shazam not? Shazam was I mean, awesome. Shazam, yes. You had Peacemaker. So it's, you know, we're not starving. It's just that for, it's, this is not dumping on Marvel. I think Marvel is just so consistently putting stuff out. It seems like DC is a mess. When it, to me, I feel like Marvel is putting too much stuff out that I'm starting to lose interest because yeah. I can't keep up. So it rather than like DC puts something out and I can watch it because mm -hmm. it's giving time to watch. It's not oversaturating and Marvel might be doing that to me. Others may be drinking it all in and love it. And that's awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just don't, I don't think like you just, you know, you just fired off like that of we've been eating, we've been eating well. And for naysayers, they got, you know, they got a movie last year that, people didn't think whatever they'd ever get so like i don't know we're dc is all right 
and on the comic side especially batman fans like there's a shit ton of comics coming out every single week to hold you over until the main course so we're all right and a new video game just came out based in you know in batman's world so dc's okay yeah i'm with you all right you can plug something if you'd like oh my boy um Let's plug my recent review on Batman on film for Sean Murphy's Batman Beyond the White Knight. Uh, Bill, that guy can do no wrong. Like, I am really, God, I love his Batman stuff. I am really looking forward to seeing where this ends up. This Beyond yeah. the White Knight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil yeah. anything for anybody because a lot of people are waiting for the for the collected edition to come out. And read it which, like that. Okay, I understand. Which I'll buy, even though I read uh-huh. them individually. So, oh, um, I buy the singles. I'm buying yeah. the collected when it comes out. But yeah, um, yeah, I just think what he does in this whole White Knight universe, it, it it works for me. I think everything just works for me, and it's not because shameless plug. I've gotten to interview him twice on the BOF podcast. So check out the feed um, for those episodes in August and then one at the at the end of March. Uh, Sean Murphy came on twice and talked about White Knight. Great conversation. Um, really chill dude. Also, I have a podcast of my own, The Batman Book Club. Um, most recent episode was, wow, third name drop, Boudin Pockets himself, Peter Vera, uh, where we talked um, Ghosts, the final story collected in The Haunted Night. Uh, collection from Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Check mm-hmm. that out on Batman on Film or wherever you listen to podcasts. And then make sure that you also, I don't know, look at this feed, this podcast feed for Batman Animation. Now, last episode was with Minnesota's finest Garrett Grabs, where we talked the world's greatest super friends episode, Frankenstein. Had you ever seen that before, Bill? Do you remember that one? As a kid, but As I have not. I mean, so we're talking. <laughs> don't age yourself. <laughs> over 40 years ago you know it's, it's been what a was the date on that um, could, yeah what was the date on that 79 that 79 okay so i was 14 but i do remember i remember oh, then you might have been too old for it at the time it came I out i was or? too cool for school that, that too cool point, for sir. it yeah i get it okay. but i have seen it yes yeah the Batman animation that episode uh, was with yeah with Garrett Grev. Uh, we had a blast talking on that one, and then actually coming up next, it'll be coming um, really soon actually with uh, Peter. Man, this guy, who is this Peter Vera guy? Um, and we're gonna be talking about. Hardy does nights. a couple of podcasts. Is that true? He does. He he does Just, a couple of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Aside from Zack Snyder, he's the biggest Vera Vero promoter or whatever hmm. it's called. Yeah. <laughs> social network but uh yeah we're gonna talk about the batman grundy's night because uh that's a halloween episode and it's the tis the season all right uh i will plug something we are going to be doing we're coming we're at the end of our bat the batman chapter by chapter we'll be doing the bonus scenes or extra oh my uh, the cut scenes the extra credit whatever you want to call them bonus scenes uh, we're going to be doing that tomorrow. We're recording this on the 26th of October, 2022. We'll be recording that tomorrow. Me, you, and uh, Micah Ramey. We'll be talking about both of the cut scenes. And then we'll be doing the the uh, credits, the finish up. And if you're thinking, how can you do a show on the credits of a film? You'll see. Oh. You'll <laughs> find out. I'll show you. 
Yes. Um, and wasn't that you know, cut from the Dark Knight? Ledger in the interrogation scene doesn't say, "You'll see, I'll show you." That was yeah. in like all the TV spots and stuff, and I loved it. And I think I think that was, I yeah, that wasn't in the movie. Anyways, that's what you made me think of. You'll see. I'll show you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Dark Knight and other Batman films. We do have a new podcast coming out. We're going to spin off the chapter by chapter into its own show. And we'll be starting off with Batman 89. And at some point, yes, we will get to The Dark Knight and break it down. My favorite movie of all chapter. time. Yep. And um, and that for everything else, just go to Batman on film. There's a bunch of good stuff there. There's no nonsense. There's no clickbait. No spoilers. Just bunch of guys like batman oh batman yeah and stuff right that's great yeah yep that's all you get that's all you get all right so for ryan i'm bill announcer rachel will uh take us out and we will catch you next time thanks for listening to the bof social hour jet's official vlog and podcast on batman on film follow jet on twitter at batman on film follow the bof news feed on twitter at the batman on film for Jet and everyone at BOF, I'm announcer Rachel. Authoritative, definitive, the original. Batman on film. Established in 1998.